Anton. Whoa. <laughs> I think I've lost audio. Oh, I can go. hear you. You might have uh, you've slowed down a little bit, but uh, we've got a few of the crew in the house, which is good. Alison, Mark, morning team. No, not morning. Gee, been a long morning. <laughs> it's an afternoon. It's an afternoon. We've got some wine. It's afternoon. You did right, Alison. It's afternoon. Good stuff. Hey, welcome along. Good to see you. Uh, there's a bunch online right now. Um, I think uh, you're on twice, Fenton. I can see your smiley face twice. Are you going to share your screen? There you go. Beautiful. There you go. Nigel's in the house. Nigel, good to see you, mate. Rose, give us a shout-out, crew. Who's who's listening? Great to see everyone. Uh, last week we got a chance to come live, come to you live from a pretty special place. That was uh, that was a lot of fun, mate. So, incredible, um, happy fiftieth yeah. again, mate. Uh, well, there you go. What a way to do it in the uh, beautiful Aria penthouse overlooking Brisbane. Uh, starting to become a little bit more fond of that city, mate. It was, uh, yeah. it was a beautiful affair. I've still got some paintball marks on the uh, on the shelf from a, a few of the <laughs> 50th per- birthday presents. Uh, a very... did you? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly <laughs> right. Well, uh Welcome along, folks. Uh, let us know what you're partaking in this afternoon. Deb's got a little bit of Shiraz going on. What did I get, Fenton? I got. I'm sticking with the old Levantine Hill. That, that's that's a bit of a save at the moment. Yeah, it's a hundred percent the yeah. old Levantine Hill Syrah. Uh, Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to our sponsors, Levantine Hill. Yep, there you go, mate. Absolute cracking drop. It's not a bad way to start a Friday. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So what's been going on, Benton? Let's do the intros for everyone out there. Folks, you know, this is, uh, this is what we get up to on a Friday, and uh, we're very uh, grateful for you to join us, hang out with us, and, and uh, chew the fat. We've been doing this since COVID. Andy from the world of financial planning, banking, business structuring, uh, myself from the world of property and finance, um, you know, COVID uh, threw everyone for a spin, Fenton, and then, you know, we needed to make sense of it. We jumped online, had a wine, thought we'd share some of the things that were going on, and it's hung around. So we like hanging out on Friday and talking about this stuff, and some of you do too. So uh, thank you for joining us. Welcome along. Great to have you here with us today. What else have we got, Fenton? We've got a, we've got a few things that we do on these get-togethers, don't we? So it's evolved over time. Well, uh, so tonight's show will take you through the uh, uh, the decant the week, which is our version of uh, unbottling what's been going on in the world of media, finance, property, politicians, tax. Uh, maybe share some things that actually didn't make the news. Rants alert for uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm fired up and ready to, to fire some bullets and cannonballs today, I can tell you. <laughs> but, um, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's actually what's not in the news, which is, uh, which is probably more disturbing, uh, but slowly yeah, getting their way into the public. Uh, yep. And so we'll, we'll decant the week, have a little bit of a look at what's been going on, things you may be aware about, maybe even answer some questions about some things that you're not so sure what it all means. And, uh, and then we've got our perfect pairing, which is problem and solution. You know, we're, we're all fo- facing challenges out there. 
in the meantime, if you've got any questions, whack them in the chat because we love to answer as many questions as we possibly can along the way. Uh, and inevitably, we'll find out who the number one menace is. Uh, oh, they've been in overdrive, Fenton, the number one menace. You and I had a bit of a dine-out last week on it, but, uh, you know, they're, they're winding up. Mate, we've got to have a look at the top ten. All right, the top ten menaces. <laughs> and uh, I don't even think we'll be scratching the surface. No, uh, no. <laughs> but I have been doing a little bit more research into, uh, you know, the things that we were talking about last week. Uh, and, uh, mate, so there'll be a bit of a jam-packed session. I, I, you know, warning everybody in advance, there's going to be a lot of ranting. Uh, there's going to be a lot of ranting uh, because I, I've done – uh, I've done some calculations on my trusty little notepad over here, and, uh, and mate, the, the, there's the, it's putting more money in one pocket and taking it from another pocket is kind of the theme of a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today. This, yeah. Well, let's let's get into it, mate. Um, I uh, I've got a little bit of something for decant the week for everyone, and maybe it's um, you know, a little bit of. Maybe perfect pairing on the back of it, but let's kick off with that because I think we'll dine out on uh, number one menace and a bit of bit of that pretty well for the whole show. But <laughs> let's do a little bit of this uh, in just a minute. <laughs> All right, well, what's going on in the week? They can't the week. Well, let me. Uh, this is probably more than a week, Andy, but uh, I think this is well worth having a, a good look at folks, when it comes to the world of the property industry. And, Andy, I've been talking about this for a while, but some of this data is showing up right now. Uh, a good article that came out, well, a good conversation came out last week on, you know, uh, Australia. Check this out. We had a, 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 a record, um, a record housing um uh, a housing approvals. I don't know if anyone can see this. Tell me if you can see this clear enough, Andy. Can we had a, a, a housing approvals boom uh, in the 2020-2021 section of the Australian marketplace, um, but, uh, you know, over and above, you know, something that was quite regular. Uh, but the conversation is where did all those houses go, Andy? Where did all these houses go? 26,000 homes were meant to be built. Jeepers. Where'd they go? Did they, are they missing? Where did they go? They've gone missing. All right. They've gone missing. missing. This is kind of right. like the China debate, isn't it, where they seem to lose, uh, they, they lost 500 million people, and that's fucking hard to do. <laughs> where did all these houses go? There's a good question. Well, folks, uh, I did a bit of research this week, and Andy, um, significant, significant builders that have gone bust or broke, folks. Uh-huh. How many significant builders um, uh, in Australia have gone bust or broke? House builders, by the way, housing builders, by the way, have gone broke or been liquidated uh, in the last. Two years. So it really didn't show up in 2020. It really showed up in 21, 22, and kind of 23. So chuck that in the chat. How many? How many? So what do you mean by significant? I, you know, I'm a stickler for terms. When I, when I hear a not, word like not, that, I, I'm always going, your, okay. Not an old maid who builds one house a year, right? Right. Um, right. 
people like builders who who provide significant volume to the market and and significance a hundred houses or more per year to the market. Okay, okay. Some of them, right? Some of them were you know probably five hundred to a thousand houses a year, and some were a hundred. Where did what happened to these twenty six thousand houses, folks? Um, way way more than a few cartons of wine. <laughs> um, right now. So significant, significant. Um, so as of just the other day, Andy, there are 23 housing construction companies across Australia. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but guess how many projects, so so, so projects, which, which can mean multiple, multiple um, projects and construction jobs underway, um, well over 5,000 construction projects, which includes individual houses and other things, well over wow. 5,000 have wow. been affected, not to mention well over 25,000, Andy, creditors, right? That means small individual, you know, plumbers and all sorts of stuff, right? Yep, there you go. Wow. So. What happened to those 26,000 homes, folks? Well, that's what's happening right now. Not only um, not only have we, you know, we, we have navigated or trying to navigate one of the worst um, supply chain issues, you know, we've ever seen in Australia's recent history when it comes to construction, uh, we have had significant increase in the cost of money well, where lenders and, uh, well, borrowers actually are, are struggling to complete or even start those projects as well, Andy. So on one side, the builders um, can't complete them and on the other side, people can't get the funding that they, they bought them with to begin with, right? So we've had nine straight consecutive interest rate rises and that has adjusted borrowing power massively significantly so what does that mean let's just have a quick look at this um let's have a well well the one that i like is this one over here um when you have a look let me just let me just whack a timeline on this jace as you're finding it so um so the government in 2021 uh decided to create a massive amount of stimulus to purchase new houses yeah in amidst a time where the cost of construction was flying through the roof because we couldn't get anything so they gave huge incentives for people to go out and buy more houses that were going to be built at at the highest prices ever yeah interest rates were at the lowest point ever so the interest rates could only go in one direction which is up am i on track so far you are doing a pretty good job of it, Andy. <laughs> okay, so I just I just wanted to get that because I, something's not really making a huge amount of sense to me right now as to some of the decisions retrospectively. But keep on going. I'll piece well, it together. I'll figure it out in the end. Let's say we have a look at let's say the last twenty years, right? Twenty three years. Australia's ability to build houses, like have a look at that, Andy. Like in in trend terms, you can put a box around that every day of the week, right? Yep. This is how many houses we're capable of building. That's it. That's it, right? So, um, and when you go ahead and spike, when you go ahead and spike the dwellings, the approvals, right, 
by at a minimum, and this is kind of the approval kind of line, right? The approval kind of line. Um, if you go ahead and like push approvals twenty to thirty percent higher than we've we we have had um, in at, over a decade, when probably probably well more, right? How are you going to build the Mandy? In the middle of a supply chain disaster, we've never built that many houses before in one financial year. Um, and, um, yeah, dead right, Alison. Um, we, we just weren't capable of it. I don't know. Like, and again, we've got um, some of our, you know, friendlies, well, not, not so friendlies, our number one menaces that we sort of talk about going, did they even did they even have any thoughts here? And you and I are going to dine out on this one, right? But a, I think there's a great ping pong ball that's <laughs> bouncing around a few craniums out there, Jace. Yeah. Really, <laughs> you know. So you know, 163 dwellings shortfall by 2032. Well, I think that's well under 163,000 thousand dwellings shortfall, right? Now, I think that's even. I think that's way too low, to be honest. Um, but you know. We are already at record disaster, folks. Record disaster. Fenton, there's records everywhere. We've been talking about records for years. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not Elvis records, right? You know, no. what Although is going on? Right? It's yeah, it's it's crazy. So for me, folks, right now, you know, what is going on? You know, the the house market has got a real issue. Um and uh, you know. We've got a massive undersupply issue, the gap of uh, actual completions versus expected completions is is huge, and um, it's not going to get any better. What does that mean for us, Fenton? How do we pigeon pair that? Well, folks, I'm very one-eyed when it comes to property investing, that is for sure, but I can tell you right now, if you get yourself a good bit of real estate, you're gonna. I think you're gonna do all right into the future, Fenton. I think you're gonna be in the driver's seat. Uh, rents are gonna go up significantly, significantly. Already, they have risen. The largest annual rises in rents we have ever seen in Australia's history in the last two years. It's not gonna stop anytime soon. There is zero chance, Fenton. Tell me how. Is it possible in any way, shape, or form to supply the market with enough real estate from today? Folks, tell me in the chat. This is kind of like a tell me. What do you think? From a record low supply right now, how long would it take, even if we could, to fix a record low problem considering two things? Number one, We've just opened the gates for people to come back into Australia. Yep, and I reckon you're dead right, Jules. Jules, you're you reading my mind. I think it's going to be a 10-year problem, a 10-year problem. Yep. And, and Hardik, I think I think you're right, actually, Hardik, and this is this is kind of, yeah. yep. And, yep. and there's going to be some legislation issues, Fenton, and I think we're going to sort of dine out on this in a minute, right? right? We're going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, but one one thing that nobody's said yet, and maybe we've all just lost faith on it, is um, yeah. what about this this funny thing called fiscal policy? What's that, Andy? What, what yeah, happened there? It's kind of like nobody <laughs> talks about it anymore. 
It's like this is where you take money. Like if we just treat Australia as a business, and Australia is basically it's the biggest business that you can run in Australia. Australia is a business, effectively. Yeah. And if you go, well, uh, uh, so well, let's run it like a business, and let's take money. And let, when I, when I say take money, I'm legitimately meaning take money because where, where do they take money from? Just put it in the chat. Love to uh, see that lighted up. Hopefully you, you understand what I'm talking about here uh, because they don't take too much from themselves. They give themselves a lot of tax breaks, I can tell you. Even two houses tax-free. Unbelievable. I've forgotten yeah. who we t- told that to the other week and they're like, what? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, get, get out of town. 100% that's why right, me, right, me and Fenton are starting the um, – the the, the, wine. the small business party. The small business party. Yeah, because we because we want some um because we want some extra capital gains tax free houses. But like folks, listen up. Like this stuff is, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And so here's the thing is that the governments of old used to take money, and I think it's great. Money should circulate. Um, it shouldn't be stolen. Uh, but it should circulate, and, and the effective circulation is is where it gets taken, and then it and it perpetuates. Right, you 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 use that that money to build something that makes more money, right, and 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 then becomes valuable over time. It's like a child, you know, you 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 raise it and you try and bring it up the best as you can, and and it, its brain gets sponges more information, and then then hopefully there's a chance that that child will go out and. And you know, provide more happiness, wealth, whatever, into the world, but just contribute to society in some sort of meaningful way. So let's just look at the the we call it the bare ass minimum in in wealth, Jace, uh, and we should have a bare ass minimum in politics, and I think, and and it should be to contribute to the benefit of society in some way, right? <laughs> benefit of society in some way. Uh, I you know keep. keep Andy, me putting up the me putting up the taxes and um, you know changing the rules every five minutes doesn't that benefit society? No, fuck, no, no, not not even. <laughs> but here's the thing: like, when was where was the last headline where somebody came out and said we're doing these amazing changes that are yeah. going to bring so much more money to Australia? Well, I I haven't even heard that conversation now for I reckon two or three years. No, we are and- launching this massive plan to bring more migrants into Australia, to bring technology into Australia, to take advantage of. Let's improve the economy, whatever. No, it's not happening, is it? No, it's, no, like, it's like you know, let's pick it up, let's- ship it out. China yep. will save us by by consuming yep. the whole of WA. Yep. Let's let's just let's just pillage the people we got because that's the easy move, right? That, and it's always the easy move. But here's a compounding problem to your side, Jace. And here's a little bit of an interesting, uh, interesting stat. I've, I've crossed it out so I because I, I got it from somebody and I forgot to remove the logo. So, um, <laughs> but uh, the, the the source data um, is uh, from Bianco Research LLC US. So here's here's this is really interesting. The Fed has never stopped hiking rates before. Fed funds are basically over the uh, over the size of uh, CPI, which so, basically so, so explain what that means. So so I can keep up here. It's a little blurry, so maybe um, drill in a bit, like squidge in a bit. Yep. So they've the the Fed has never stopped raising interest rates. Yes. Right until CPI is back in the range, and the range is what three three percent, two to three. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Two to three percent. Uh, two to four at what used to be in, a, in, in Australia. So they okay. haven't stopped doing it. So as a leading market measure, and like, like let's balance this out with what you were talking about, rents are going yes. up. 
and that's inflation, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Arguably. Yeah. That that's inflation. That that contributes well, to Well well, is it Andy? Is is that inflation or is that a that a function of uh, is that a function of interest rates? Because this is an interesting thing. Because interest rates went down and by and large, as a ratio of property prices, rent rents and ra- rental yields went down for over a decade like like slightly down like so so we didn't we didn't have deflation and rents went down do you know what i mean hmm. well but this this is slightly anomalous but yeah. cpi or or inflation is just the cost of living going up yes so this function of interest rates rising going into uh and, I, and i'll the slide's quite fuzzy for some reason, and I don't know if it's my end or anyone else's end. But Fenton, um, have you got a better internet? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually crushing it, but I might have to do a download and reboot. But I uh, know oh, that looks a bit better. That looks a bit better. I can see it at least. Yeah. Um, so it's really the headline more so than the slide because I could dine out on the slide, and we might do it another night. But, but yeah, ultimately, what I wanted to point out here is that. Um, for interest, interest rates are not. It, it is unlikely that the Fed or um, you know the uh, the RBA are going to stop. <laughs> it's just a wine, Alison reckon. I'm plugged into the matrix. <laughs> it's it's unlikely that they are going to do this until they get the the CPI within the band, right? And so what? we drop the interest rates. Drop drop interest rates. Yeah. Right. And the problem is that the, the, the increasing interest rates now are actually having a significant upward pressure on the cost of living for people who don't own houses and for peop- and because of the supply chain and the lack of um, uh, uh, available housing. Also, yeah. who, who caused that problem? I can tell you. I, I'll give you the answer that, about who it's not. It's not me and Jason. <laughs> we weren't the ones who did this. It was someone else. Uh, and generally they look like cartoon caricatures in real life. And they were the ones who didn't uh, allow the approvals. They didn't have the foresight to be able to do this. So we've actually got this situation whereby you're going to have inflation on house prices, you're going to have inflation on rents while inflation is out of control and what they're doing is raising rates in order to curb inflation. Now, that doesn't make sense on any level, does it? It, do- yeah. it doesn't. Be- like, yeah, it, it doesn't because then that it's kind of like it's a, it feeds itself. It gets out of control. It's spiraling. So yeah. here's here's my big fear, Jace. My big fear is uh, they go shit. Uh, it's it's not working. It's not working. Um, so firstly, what do we do? We go well. Uh, uh, well, it's it's his fault. Uh, so it's the Reserve Bank's fault. Yep, it's their, their oh, yeah. fault. Oh, yeah, that, he's done a bad job of it. Yeah, hang on. We gave away all this free money. We caused all of these problems, you know, and we're going to talk about this in a minute. I'm, I'm getting wound up. I'm getting already getting wound up. I'm getting, and when did it start? When did it start, Fenton? It started before COVID. I'm telling you. Anyway, I can, well before. Don't get, don't get so, me fired up, folks. Anyway, go. My, my big fear, <laughs> and we've already seen it starting to happen, is not yeah. let's spend money in productive areas to build resources for the future. Yeah. That would be crazy we also <laughs> we don't know how to do it if they're to be fair mind, income they probably have no mind-blowing fenton be mind-blowing mind <laughs> um no 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 let's not do that but they, they're going to go well how how do we do this what is the fiscal policy that we're going to uh to to 
deploy in order to be able to curb inflation where interest rates at the moment uh, are not going to, uh, to the levels that they need to fast enough. And and there's a other couple of things is that because the Fed and because the Reserve Bank um, are only targeting one thing, which basically is inflation, uh, the, 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 the Reserve Bank of Australia targets more than just inflation, but it's, it's only they're, nominal. They're kind of one-dimensional, aren't they, really? Yeah, they've got, they've got yeah. one measure that they're looking at and that's how they control it. So pointing the finger at them going, you fucked up, it's kind of like going, well, mate, I've got a hammer. That's all I'm allowed to do. I'm only allowed to use a hammer. How's about you guys go over there and do something productive for the economy to try and change what's going on? They go, oh, no, we won't do that. We'll just tax it. Um, and so we'll tax it into slowing down. Uh, and that, that I think, is such a prickly slope. And, and, and that's so what you're saying, all right, well, this, this interest rate thing's not, not fast enough, so we'll, we'll, tax them into, we'll tax them into submission. Yep. And, and as a result, what will end up happening is that potentially interest rates will overshoot. Well, they are, they- they've, they've already overshot, Fenton. So right now, I mean, this is anyway. You, you keep going because I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because the forecast is now sitting, uh, depending on who you're looking at, but this is pretty pretty much consensus now um, uh, as to you know to cut or not to cut. Uh, yeah. And so this is what you know the 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 people in the know who think that. Uh, yeah, well, let's call them economists. <laughs> so they'll likely be wrong. <laughs> but this is where most of the educated money is, right? Is that 2022, um, uh, 23 is going to be a hiking season. And then some sometime next year, interest rates will start to peel off. This is now making mainstream media. Uh, it's not hidden. Uh, I think in some ways, the, peop- the, the more that people are educated about this can actually create problems itself because people really hold on really, really hold on where potentially they should let go, but they might really hold on and even potentially double down and start spending going, well, the rates are going to go back down, which then is what? It's inflationary. It gets caught in the inflationary cycle. I, so I, I, think, a, yeah, I think most people are going to feel the heat, but you might be right there. Yep. There's a couple, that, of, yep. couple of great things that are happening, uh, and I'm not sure if I showed these before because uh, it's been a big few weeks, I can tell you, in the, in the household of Fenton. Um, but one of the things that's real, and this is this is a this is a big statistic here. Oh, some of those slides are a little blurry for some reason, Fenton. I can't work it out why. The internet looks good on my end, but anyway, keep it rolling. We're hopefully it well, tunes up a little. Can you see the big red line there? Yep, I can see the red line. The red these line is con- very clear. These are container yep. shipping costs. Oh right? yeah, you, you were talking about this the other day. I love that. I love yeah. it. So. What this means is, and now, you, Jace, you've been talking about it on Wealth Coffee Chats. I do chi- chime in from time to time. Uh, and people are offering fixed price contracts again. Why? Yes, yes. Because this dynamic here is what we'd consider to be, you know, this transient inflation, right? So you don't need to see the slides. It's con- container shipping costs, Yeah. right? They went ballistic throughout COVID. They're now almost back to pre-COVID times. And one would argue, like if you were to put a a sort of base inflation line across here from where they they sat, you know, because everything goes up over time, they're probably exactly where they would have been if COVID didn't happen. Yeah. There you go. 
So when we start to look at this, we go, okay, so there's an interesting dynamic that's at play now. We have got uh, interest rates that are rising. They're going to rise. We all know that they're going up. We know whether there's a high probability that there's a rate cut that's going to be coming somewhere in the next 24 months. Yep. Um, to the extent, we don't know. We, we, we believe that the Reserve Bank won't start cutting interest rates until inflation figures get within their band because they've never done it before. Um, we know that builders are now able to build things back at, at cost and be able to have you know, a reasonable degree of certainty about producing those assets and getting them to market. Yeah, the bigger ones have got like their forward book contracts, they've locked, locked away numbers, yep, yep. So there's some major, major positives which are grounded with some really shaky fundamentals which can't change. Mm. Right? can't change and the, th- the things that can't change is you can't you can't boost and this is a big problem that I, I see in politics today and it happened back in the days of Gough Whitlam what does does anybody know what actually caused the Great Depression is it the Great Depression oh the big one after Gough and telling you that it's Gough might give you a bit of a hint Shit, mate, the- I don't know if I'm that old am I but I, I could be I'm older than you so <laughs> maybe I was paying zero attention <laughs> it's, uh, no, mate it's definitely in my history books oh it's in your history books it'd be what's interesting the, what's the question what's the question well what did he do what did Gough do that what did Gough Whitlam do interest rates to go to 18 percent 18 percent because he, he sparked inflation like no tomorrow. There you go. Um, what did Golf Whitnam do, folks? There's the question. What did Golf Whitnam do that unleashed interest rates to go to 18%? And allegedly. Let's just put allegedly because this allegedly. is my opinion. This is an opinion piece. It's, <laughs> it's grounded in fact. Uh, Banana um, Republic. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, that, no, that was Keating, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't something it? like Keating? that. <laughs> Paul Keating. <laughs> yeah, Paul Keating. Yeah. Um, God, Deregulated the banks? Deregulated? No, 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 no. It, he raised public servant salaries by 20% in a single year. Oh, crikey. Crikey. So just pumped money into the economy by massive amounts and uh, and, it, and it overstimulated. And so what I saw in your graph earlier on, Jace, is that big explosion in, in pro- rather than, you know, a nice nice line that just slowly goes up. Yeah, right. Because here's the thing: it's not, it's not quantum mechanics, is it? It's like we look at the census every year. Somebody says Jason had another child. We go, okay, there's a few more mouths to feed this year. We, there's we, a few we more might, people in the might, country. We better do something about it. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have yeah. another three hundred thousand come into the country in immigration because we can control that and we can say not more. What? Not one more than three hundred thousand can come in. We can't control. We can't stop Jason breeding. That's not. That's out of our control, uh, or me breeding. To, to be fair, um, but I'm not increasing the national average where Jason has. So, uh, but I've done mine. One for mum, one for dad, one for the country. One for the country. <laughs> <laughs> but so there's there's this gradual approach. This this um, uh, this skirmish style uh, policy just doesn't work. And, and it's about the immediacy of effect. And when you go for immediate effect, you create long-term anomalies, right, based on trying to quick fix things that really should take time to do. And that's, you know, what Goff did, and it didn't work out well for the Australian economy there. Anybody who was paying 18% on their home loans back in the no. day, I'll well, tell you. But the difference between then and now What's the difference? I had this conversation with somebody. They're going, oh, well, I used to pay 18% interest rates on my mortgage and it wasn't so bad. 
right? <laughs> What's the difference between then and now? Does anybody know? This one will be you. Jace, you, you'll know this. What's the what's the context here? I'm, I'm missing the context. Why would it be so much worse now if interest rates continued to skyrocket in comparison to when Goff did it and it, uh, uh, and they went to eighteen percent and people said, oh, it still wasn't. You know, it was horrible, but it, it wasn't that bad. They can't well, do it, it now. It's going to blow everyone up. Well, as a, as a percentage of people's um, yeah, it's larger amounts of money being borrowed right now. Yeah, it was average. I think you said it in one of the sessions I picked up on. Like it was two times income. Now it's income. 10, yeah. Yeah. 10, 10 times, times average, average yeah. income. So it's impossible yeah. for it to yeah. go that far. Yeah. Average loan was 80K. Now the average loan is – average loan today, Fenton's about 600. Wow. Yeah, five, 585 or something like that. Yeah. Does that include the people who don't have loans at all? Uh, no, it's the average new loan right now. Average, so, ah, yeah. average new yeah. loan. Yeah, interesting statistic. Yep. Now, there's many more that are in the millions, right? Obviously, you know, it depends on where you are. Um, but, you know, if you kick it off right now and you're going to buy a house or even an apartment, you know, and you've got a 10% deposit, just do the math on that one, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see what happens in your world because it's not just property. Like as supply chains regulate, costs of goods should come down. Whether the price comes down, completely different story. Well, I mean, uh, I've asked this question a heap of times, right? You know, hey, who's going to drop their rents? <laughs> Nobody's going to drop their rents, mate, you know, and this is the issue. And then who's going to drop their pants on the price that they paid for a property if they don't have to and nobody's going to? And there's not going to be any pressure, and let, let me show you in a graph as well, there's not going to be any pressure on people to do that because – of these issues. Now, if we have a look at this, Andy, and we talked about we actually we actually achieved something in around 2014 to around 2016-17 across Australia. Um and we achieved something. Now, a lot of people don't like to hear this, but we achieved this because we actually opened up the Australian property market to overseas investors, right? We actually opened it up and go, right, let's let's go. Australia doesn't have enough money and it's actually being opened up right now, Andy. Like so we're going to talk about this in a second. It's actually you know being what? opened up again, but you it's opened up at all. Hey? Do you know what this is called? Tell in, me. In um it's called expansion capital. All right. So so Australia didn't have enough capital. They needed expansion capital. And that where did they get it from? Folks, put it in the chat for me. Put it in the chat right now. Tell me, tell me, where do they get the expansion capital from? And I'll give you a, I'll give you, I'll give you a cheat. It starts with C, um, and uh, boom, <laughs> Julie. <laughs> came, like by and large, folks, it came from China, right? Now, this where did is not, it come from in the eighties? Well, where it came from, yeah, where did it come from in the 80s? I remember my dad saying this. Oh, we're all going to be Japanese, right? They came from Japan, right, Fenton, right? Yeah. Like, I remember, remember that? my dad was, saying this. Yep. That was uh, turning Japanese. Remember yeah, when it was like yeah. a political uh, satire campaign? Yep. Hilarious. How wrong did yeah. they get that? Just they got it wrong life. badly. Right, so what yeah. happened? Fenton, we had some money for the first time in Australia's proper history, we're like, let's build some properties for everyone. Like, let's get Amazing. on with it because, Amazing. you know, Aussies are too tight, right? So then what happened? 
<laughs> is we got some real estate going, Fenton, which was great. Nothing wrong with that, right? We got some real estate going, right? Got some TPs to live in. Well, we, we got something going. I mean, right now people are living in frigging tents, right? You know, uh, uh, an, an okay property is better than no property, right? So then in their wisdom, what did they do? What did they decide to do? Tell me, folks, in 2017, right there, what did they decide to do? What did, in the government's wisdom, did they decide to do, which is napalm? And this is what I said. I've said this a thousand times. The problem we have now wasn't caused by COVID. It wasn't caused by COVID. I'm fucking telling you. It wasn't caused by COVID. What what happened? What happened yeah. in, in late 2017, 2018, Fenton? What did they do? What did the government say they were going to do? Boom. Starts with A, marks on it. Ah, 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 ah. Right. So so they did two things, right? They said, Oh, we don't want your money anymore. They changed the foreign investment policy. And APRA decided that they were going to have an investigation. So we don't want your money. Get out of town, China, right? Or anyone from overseas. And APRA said, you know what, Fenton? Financial planners, the banks, mortgage brokers, they're all scumbags, and here's what's going to happen. Check out what happened, folks. Absolute disaster. Who got on the bandwagon? What what happened? What what were we what happened in 2018 or 19? There was an election, right? And what happened? What were they what what was the uh what was the drum they were beating? We're going to get rid of, which is fucking, they always say it, but they never do. Time for a change. Time for a change. It's time for a change. Yeah, if we get in, we're going to get rid of negative gearing and we're going to get rid of this capital gains tax bullshit. What was that aimed at? Property. Have a look at what happened. Like this, I've said this so many times. The supply chain in Australia was absolutely destroyed by, and check this out, Check this out. Capital growth, like so the rolling average of home city prices, Fenton, the worst reduction in average capital, average prices of capital growth in Australia ever since we've been tracking it and since 1987, right? Caused by who? Was that caused by market fundamentals? Was that caused by... Blah, blah, blah. What was it caused by? It was caused by the government. It was caused by the government. Yep. The politicians getting in the way again. Again. Oh, we'll mess with this. We need to get reelected. All right. So, like, they they caused the problem. And here's right now. Then, Fenton, they said, oh, we'll fix this. We'll give everyone free money. And what have they done? They gave away free money. And what have they destroyed? They've well, they got a few players in the televisions. Well, a few people got some. T- well, what they've done now is 22 of the largest builders in Australia have collapsed. 22. 22 of the largest builders. Actually, 20, 23, sorry. 23. 23 of the largest home builders in Australia have collapsed because of that. So... They fucked it up here, and then they said, oh, we'll give away free money, and they have no idea about actually supplying things, and they fucked it up there. 
and nobody's saying anything to them, right? It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like what? And, and, and you know what? They're going, oh, you know, we, we, we better, Fenton, we better, we better start taxing people because we've got a problem, right? Right? Yeah. So let's get into oh, this. Well, let's, let's get, get into, into the this. One let's get into the number one menace. All right, we better take a breather, a glass of wine, because oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> we've got so much to talk about here. <laughs> right, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> of recent times, anyway. We, we, who, we, who do you want to start? Because I, I can get on a little bit of a roll because I, I've written it down here on my on my trusty little thing. But uh, uh, do you want to start off? Have you, have, have you, get, you better pour or not? Better get it. Better get some shots. Well, going. well, le- well. Let me pour. Let me let me start off with this one, Andy, and I'll line you up because I because I want to I want to line you up on this one, folks. All right, let's do. This. Um, let's let's have a look at this. Um, not only not only on the back of. Not only on the back of uh, the the world of property being poleaxed by you know politicians doing absolutely dumb as dog shit stuff, <laughs> right? Now check this out. Here's what happened at the same time this APRA investigation, ladies and gents. They decided they decided it would be a great idea to target not only mortgage brokers, foreign investors. They decided it would be a great idea, Andy, to target financial planners. Now, both you and I both have a love hate relationship with financial planners. You're a financial planner as well, right? It was like when not you tonight. Great, not, not tonight. I got a different hat on tonight. Thank not you very not much. tonight. But you know, nah. when you've got a great financial planner, absolutely golden, right? A golden. And to oh. be honest, Mate, even the, an, uh, even an okay a- financial planner is better than no financial planner, right? Correct, 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 like, correct. Every day of the week, every day of the week. So here's the idea, Andy. Tell me, what is the foundational sentence when when um? Like and mortgage broking is the same. Mortgage broking, financial planning. What's this kind of box that they say? Hey, best interest of, best interest of. Tell me, Fenton. Best interest of. This is the, the foundation of who you are as the financial planner. Best interest of the client. The client, right? Best interest of the client. It's called and, best interest duty. Um, yeah, I, I, I will. I will correct something. I will correct. They didn't target advisors. They targeted the banks. <laughs> yeah, the banks, true. Yeah. And um, and as a result, through the vertical integration, they saw that there were bad practices by the banks in the world of advice, and so then they napalmed advice. They napalmed advice. Well. Uh, under well, bank practices uh, yeah. as, you know. The, well, the, the well, well that's kind of like. The Westpac Andy, guy up on, up on the stage, he, yeah. he's. He's well, that's like, kind of like having a garden, right? That's like having a garden full of flowers and there's a few weeds, so you get out the roundup and you fucking spray everything, right? You spray everything. Get right. rid of them all, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just fucking get in there and pluck it. So best interest of the client. Folks, tell me, tell me this. How is it that targeting an industry slash whatever and today the number of financial planners has decreased from 
25,000 to 15,000. And then by and large, check this out. Where is it here? Well, mate, I, I've actually got a bit of a live statistic. It's a bit fuzzy. A bit but, fuzzy. Uh, Have you got it? Um, I'll, I'll bring that in there as one, well. Yep. The thing is, here we go. Check this out. I just want to just chew on this. In 2017, 3 million Australians received um, financial advice um, and that fell to 1.8 million. How is that in the best interest of the customer? How is that in the best interest? From no. Like it's not. No, it's not. And they're, they're, they're trying to fix that because this is this is this is the this is the data. You can see at the top. I'm not sure if I'm still fuzzy, but you might be able to see the blue line at the top. Of the heyday it was twenty eight thousand. Yeah, uh, just just recently has dropped to sixteen thousand. So sixteen thousand. Yeah, almost half. Yeah, yeah, almost half of an industry. Yeah, I mean industry. that's ludicrous, right? Ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Like, so here's another thing. So right now, ladies and gents, check this one out. Check this one out. And Fenton, I'm going to chuck to you in a minute, give you a bit of warning. Right? Not only did they, and there was a bit of a witch hunt, wasn't it, Fenton? Like, I don't know if you remember, a bit of a witch hunt on this one when it came to, you know, the banks got away with it, like um, with a fine. So they did get fined, right? But here's like, okay, New South Wales revenue. So, folks, and uh, like another tax. Here's the number one menace un, like in play right now. Now, this is a bit technical, so I won't harbour too long on this, Andy. But, but to say right now, folks, this is as bad, if not worse, for property investors as the APRA thing was in the past, okay? New South Wales revenue right now is now targeting mortgage brokers. So every mortgage broker in, in, in the country, just so everyone knows, understands, has to work with an aggregator. So I don't know, maybe I should draw it like for 30 seconds, Andy. Maybe I should draw it for 30 seconds, right? And I wonder what Boris has got to say about this. He, he'd, he'd dine out on this, right? So how does it work, All right? So we have like lenders, okay, lenders, aggregators, and mortgage brokers, hundreds of them, okay? Individual, that's boring <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was trying to do it quick. Okay. That's no, some of your best work, Jace. I love you. You're a Picasso. It's amazing. <laughs> so I swear these, one day you're going to wake off minus an ear. These mortgage brokers are, are independent business owners, folks. Now, I'm, like, I, tell me if I'm labouring on too long. Fenton? So basically, you know, I'm I'm a mortgage broker. I, uh, I'm Andy Fenton. I'm not really, but just say I am. I go, I'm going to start up a mortgage broking business. I'm going to get 10 of my mates. We're all brokers. We get together. Before you know it, we've built up amazing mortgage broking business, helping thousands of Australians. I've got 10 staff. Uh, 
in uh, 10 talents in here uh, on top of the 10 brokers that are there. So we're a team of 20 people, probably helping, you know, a thousand or more people a year get better loans than what they would otherwise. Yep. And then I have somebody in that middle line, which is a uh, an aggregator. An right? aggregator. So- aggregator helps me. If I do, if I do five loans a month, and they all do. The aggregators collect 500 loads a month and then they they report to the lender. That This is how it works, folks. Like, you know, a lender doesn't want to deal with one small individual. They want to deal with one big individual. That's how it works, right? So, But what's happening right now, these small independent and anywhere from two to 20 people, Andy, in their business, right, completely – Independent businesses now, New South Wales Revenue has said, you know what? We we think you're all employees. You're not independent business owners. This is bullshit. Uh, we want five point four five percent payroll tax paid by you and or the aggregator. We want to we want to charge you payroll tax because we don't think you you any of you are actually independent businesses. This is bullshit. Complete and absolute, it's a grotty grab. It is. It's a grotty grab. It's and a it's grotty grab. A slippery slope. And yes. this is, you and I talk about political ambivalence a lot, right? Yep. And, and, and so, ladies and gents, on the call today, this is, we should talk about this stuff at barbecues. We should yep. talk about this stuff at the dinner table. Like, We should have healthy conflict about this stuff everywhere because if you bring back the other graph there, Jace, uh, which which graph I call it graph, we'll call it, no, no, the other one, we'll call it, um, (laughs) I call it abstract expressionism. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, we talked last week about precedent and law, right? So at the moment they're going mortgage broker, and, and the impact of this is massive, right? It means that all of a sudden, in my example, I've got a mortgage-breaking business. There's 20 of my team who all are employed by me within the business, and uh, and there's 10 brokers here. They're basically saying we're all part of a larger group. So as a result, all of our wages, let's just say that everyone earns $100,000. Yeah. Right? So all of the – so that's a million. That's $2 million. That's 5.45% that the government are going to take of $2 million. Do the yeah. math, tell me what it's worth, right? You scribble it down. Um, so that's that. Uh, that's the money grab part of it. But then think about superannuation because now it's a salary. Now you're mandated to pay that into salary. What do you think more? It's got, it will decimate, decimate the industry. It'll blow it up. And at the end of the day, the, the, do you know who's worse off? Clients. Write down who you think is worse off. Yep. Yeah, put in the chat. It, if, if like in the mortgage, if like in the financial planning industry, we go from 30,000 financial planners to 60,000, 16,000, and let's say, Andy, there was 500 of them who were shithouse and they shouldn't have never been a financial planner in the first place, but the rest of them were, you know, doing their best and, and, and some financial advice is better than no financial advice, Right. What's gonna? What's the public are worse off? You're dead right, Julie. Like you know, what's gonna happen when you've now you now go from thirty thousand brokers who are representing you independently to five thousand mortgage brokers, folks? Like what's gonna happen? 
because I can tell you right now, like this is like it's ludicrous and it's only beginning right now, fans. And how many other how many other assaults on this have we seen, right? We've we've seen, you know, the Queensland land tax thing. We've oh. got the We've got the windfall tax thing. Do do I've, your I've, do your list, I've, man. I've listed do, it. I've listed do your it. Let's, list. Let's, let's just bring the both of us up. Uh, so, let me know whether you want to hear this. Do you want the big list? Put it in the chat. Just put a Y in the chat if you want of the big list. Recent times, and that's like of like let's say within twelve months. And and it's not comprehensive. I'm sure there's more. I'm yeah. sure there's more, but this is yeah. just what we thought of. Who'd like the big list? Put a Y in the chat if you'd like the big list. I can't see the chat. <laughs> Julie's saying yes. Yeah, we've got Alex, right, so we've got Julie. At least at least a couple of people are interested in finding out what's going on. Come on, oh, folks. Okay. All right, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Bring it home, Fendon. Bring it home. <laughs> All right, number so number one, uh, Victorian government trying to get through windfall tax. Windfall yeah. tax, in short, yeah, is... Uh, them taxing rezoning of land. When they rezone land, they're going to tax you. What are they going to tax you? They're going to tax you, I think it was 62%. Between 50 and 62%, Fenton. 50 and 62%. And if you can't afford to pay it, they'll give you a loan at like 6 or 7% for 10 or 15 years. No, 11%, Fenton, 11%. I haven't got Anyway, so windfall tax. They rezone your land and then you have to pay them tax in the highest possible threshold, not linked to your MTR, marginal tax rate. So windfall tax, number one. Right. Number two, and then, so this is just in the last 12 months, number one, windfall. But, but hang on, um, you're not in charge of the rezone. They're in charge. No. So if they want more taxes, they'll just rezone no. some things. I'll just yeah? rezone okay. shit. I'll just rezone. <laughs> how, how do we make more money? Well, firstly, we bring in a tax. What's the tax called? It's called windfall tax. That's a smart name. Why are you calling it windfall tax? Well, because when we do what we should have done five years ago and actually rezone land so we can have enough houses for people, um, then every time we rezone it, we get 50% of the profit. That's amazing. Amazing. Is it legal? I don't think it is now. Oh, that's not good. Let's just change the law. Perfect. Done. Windfall tax. It's a windfall tax. Brilliant. You know, you're a brilliant mind. Does it need to be legal? No, because we can change the laws. So windfall tax, unbelievable, number one. Super tax. My God, like we've said for so many years, if you want people to invest in super, stop touching it like a two-year-old boy, like Jesus, keep your hands off it, right? (laughs) They brought in, and it's everywhere now. They want to tax, and the, 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 the implications of this, astronomical. Who, so windfall tax, who wins? Just, just who wins? <laughs> the government, government wins. Who loses? <laughs> you lose. We do. We and, do. And here's the thing. Right now, everyone's going, oh, but it's only for what? It's like they're pushing all this through. It's only for, it starts with an R. It's only for r- r- rich, rich people. people. It's only for rich people, Fenton. It's only for oh, rich shit. people. Yeah. It's for the, it's for, it's not just for rich people. Right, for everyone. So, it's going to Second happen. one. Superannuation. All right. So we've we've already changed the tax on superannuation multiple times over the years, um, but now it's starting to work. <laughs> so this is the thing, isn't it, Jace? Now it's starting to work. Now superannuation is actually starting to work for the right reasons. What should we do? I think we should fuck it up. Why? So we can make more money. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I love it. Did you just say more money? Yep. Okay. What do we do? But but hang on. But hang on. There's another tax which is a hidden tax. You know what we should do, Fenton? We should change it from nine. 
to nine and a half, and eventually twelve percent. We should make people put more put into more. super so we can tax more, more of it. Right? And we can guarantee the tax on the we other end. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. We got we got both ends covered. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like it's like both ends covered. Yeah. Yeah, sounds great, doesn't it? Where's your mind at? Probably at a different place than yours. It's dirty <laughs> either way, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's very, very dirty. Superannuation, tax balances over $3 million. Will they index it? Don't know. Um, but here's the thing. I In 10 years' that. time, yep. you, might need to, you might need $3 million there, right? So here's the thing. They're changing the laws now. Not only in that, oh, my God, we're going to do a whole episode on that. So $3 million, they want to tax that. They're already putting plans in place to try and bring this in. What did they do earlier on? Jason and I had a big field day on it. Every business owner is affected by it. Even the government's affected by it or the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, what do you call them? Wankers. Uh, <laughs> that's not the technical term. It's not the definition. So they want to change. They want to change. They want to change the rules around trusts and trust distributions. Oh, mate. It's like, you, know, you know what, Jace? Um, what's one of the oldest legislations that's ever been around Ever, what? What is it, man? It's the tax laws. Like it's just like it's you know, trust it's, laws. Isn't yeah, it? It's it's trust laws. laws. Trust laws. Sorry, yeah. Well, hang trust. on. Why did we get rid of Johnny Howard? Why did we get rid? Of- He'd been there too long, it didn't <laughs> it? It was like you wouldn't have worn. I love the campaigns, right? You wouldn't have worn underwear for six years. Why have we got Johnny in here for six years? It's like, are you freaking serious? It's like you wouldn't have worn underwear. It's not even the same. Anyway, it's longer than six years. Um. Trust law, some of the oldest law available in uh, in and Anglo law goes right back to before Australia was uh, uh, was founded. It goes way back to, to English common law, anyway. It goes way back to common law. Yeah, yeah, way back. Way. So you know what? Let's have a crack at that. Let's change how that run. Why? Because we can make money out of it. Brilliant. Is it legal? Oh, how do we make it legal? Oh, we'll revisit it and we'll 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 say that we've got a different take on it now. Brilliant. Gold, amazing. It's only been this way for 200 years. But, you know, at the moment, moment we think it's different. All right, here we go. All All right. right. So we've we've finally gone. I think we think that it's different. Brilliant. So trust, we're going to try and uh, catch people out on trust. And you know what? what? Because people, because Chase, I reckon that people will be smart enough to change what they do in the future uh, in their trusts. (gasps) I know how I'll make money. We'll make it retrospective. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go backwards in time and penalise people for doing that based on a decision we made today. That's gold. How do you think of that stuff? Like you're a genius. You are literally a genius. It just comes to me. <laughs> Who wins? Who wins? Who wins, folks? Not us. Yep. Who loses? Yep. But that's okay because no, that's best, all. Best interest, Fenton. Best interest. Best interest. Where? Where? Yep. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. I had a no. trustee once, basically, so I don't have to act on the best interests of my clients because I'm the trustee. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, so next one. Go uh, as a as a part of the three million, we might have a look at franking credits again. That's been on uh, the agenda for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Um, so let's create the 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 Australia's first double tax, shall we? We've never done that before. That's not a reason that we shouldn't do it. But hang on, Fenton, isn't that illegal? But that's not, yes, the tax <laughs> the tax act specifically states no double tax. No double tax. Well, well, let's figure out a way around it. How do we get around it? I don't know. That's for tomorrow. We'll figure that part out. It's back on the agenda. Wow, as a part of the, the three million uh, tax on super. 
And this is why you've got to be so careful with legislation and allowing this to go through. I'm being sarcastic at the moment. I'm taking liberties and I'm going to continue to do it in a minute. But this is the reason why we need to take this stuff seriously. It's not, a, it's not for rich people. This is for everyone and it creates precedents that will roll down. I promise you, if you've got kids that you care about, you should care about this stuff and you should be speaking to your local member, hello, and, uh, and complaining. You're not doing a good job. So, look, keep moving on, Fenton. <laughs> so, uh, so payroll tax on aggregation. Oh, payroll tax on payroll aggregation. Tax. So here's the thing, a precedent, right? So what's to stop that? No, I'll come back to that later. Um, what what did we dine out on a little while ago? Oh, you're not going to have enough room, Jace. Uh, Mate, I'm, I'm I'm writing a few down. Keep going. I've got I've got space <laughs> for ten. I've got space. I'm going to get there. You might have to help me out. Um, land tax for Queensland didn't get up. Land tax because the member was a bit limp. <laughs> um, didn't get up. Um, <laughs> the, rest, the Queenslanders the, tried to do the land tax grab, you know, and on the flip side, you know. It the came up against strong opposition. Yeah. <laughs> the rest, the rest of the country's like, nah, you can rack off. But then, then you know, Victoria goes, you know, hey, listen, 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 you lot, I'll have a crack at windfall tax. And then, what's New South Wales having a go at Fenton? Right, stamp duty. That's my final one. Stamp, stamp duty. duty. Stamp duty. Wow. Right. Unbelievable. I'm just. I, and in every single scenario here, it's being pitched as it only affects the rich. It doesn't. It affects everyone. And and here's the thing about legislation is that when it starts here, it cascades down and it creates precedence. Let me show you what I mean by this. And so this is where, uh, and this is not where it's necessarily going, but this is the potential of legislation being dropped like this aggregation legislation, right? So let's just go big business. And I'm going to put up here because it's in purple. I'm going to say this is Anytime Fitness. F-I-T, Anytime Fitness. That's a purple branding, right? Now, Anytime Fitness, big business. Anytime is the big company. Now, the big company then operates down here. And these are the appropriate, kind of like aggregation, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Agri. Uh, And in here, we call these what? Franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I spelled that right. Right. And then we've got, you know, Mornington, Mount Martha. We've got hundreds of these around Australia, thousands, employing hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. And and my key point here is employing hundreds of thousands of people. So you bring in now it hasn't been brought in, right? But I'm speculating here. This isn't fact, right? Don't go and shoot anybody but this is the potential sort of flow of this stuff they go well these are at the moment this is the bank this is the aggregator yep yeah and these are the brokers that's it's the same and and you you are down here and you're fucking happy at the moment because this whoops sorry you're happy because this provides a really good environment for you to get cheap gym membership you know, 20, 24 hours a day or it allows you to to be able to select what is the best mortgage for you, the best rates, the best deals, all of that sort of stuff. This 
in my view, this is almost like socialist behaviour. This is, it, I reckon, at a single, at, in a different era, Jace. If this was back in the days of Vietnam War, somebody would call you a commie and strap handcuffs on you and send yep. you to jail for talking yep. like this over in America. And um, and this is the sort of stuff that's going on around here. And and I know we're just talking about aggregators and brokers at the moment, but it doesn't end there. It it's like it opens a doorway every time legislation's passed. You know what we should do, Jace? We should have a watch party, one wealth, wine and wisdom where we can't necessarily do it. We should replay uh, Kerry Packer's House of Reps inquiry yes. so everyone can, uh, everyone can listen to it, public yep. knowledge, public yep. domain. Yep. And he says in there, every time you pass a, lo- a new law and don't repeal an old one, you take somebody's rights away, right? And that's exactly what happens with all of these, but it then creates a precedent that then cascades down and you go, it only affects rich people. Maybe today, tomorrow, it's created a great precedent to operate and be able to cascade down because then whenever the purse is empty, you go, well, where are we going to shake? What are we going to shake this time in order to well, get more? Well, I mean, dead right, Fenton, because there's no clarity around that super change to do with indexation, right? So, you know, everyone... No indexation, you know, no clarity on any of it, really. And, and you know, I don't know, Penton, I don't know if there's been any tax that's been removed irrelevant of who put it in place once the new party gets in. So well, maybe no, that... Why would you? Maybe would that's, you? Maybe that's an interesting... Yeah. Here, let's remove this tax and put a hole in our budget, right? So interesting, irrelevant of who gets the tax in, folks, um, everybody in the future... If it's 20 years or 30 years, Andy, like you said, it's going to be our children who are going to end up with this problem. Maybe not you, mate, maybe you or I, because we're going to live long enough. But mate, this, like, this will hurt all of us in yep, our lifetimes. Yep. These things yep. that we put down here, and I reckon a lot of them won't get up, but don't allow the pain to be so aggressive in the future that you'd wished you had been more proactive in the past. Well, and this is the thing. It only affects 88,000 rich people, folks. What are you, what's your problem, right? That's in the biggest wealth transition in that the Australia has ever, ever seen. seen. Four ever and a half seen. million people, the largest amount of wealth ever in Australia's history to be transferred I, to transition in the next 10 years. You yeah. whack. Pay yeah. attention, 100%. Yeah. Like you, you fast forward this 10 years and you'll have a new Jason and Andy, some probably very handsome kids. <laughs> <laughs> some very handsome kids, not so much grey, who are probably going, how did these bastards allow this to happen? How did it happen? How did why, they allow it to happen? Why did they And they're going to be sitting at you and they're going to be looking, and, and, and Jason and I are going to be saying, well, look, we did our best. We did our best. We, 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 we tried to rattle we, the tin and get people let to let everyone know. Maybe we didn't take it seriously enough. Gee, I tell you. And so, folks. It's it's certainly something we all need to be proactive about, Penton, doesn't it? Pay know? attention yeah. to because uh, here's the thing: most of this isn't in the news. No, it's not. It's not. Most it's of not. this you're not seeing. Like you have to you have to look to find some every like three three million in super. Yep, that hit the headlines. Try and get information on it. Bit, Try and find bit. it. Well, check this out. Look, this is interesting. Right now, if you go and search land tax, right. This is still the number. Oh, this is still the number one. Hang on, I can do this over here. This is still the number one search in Queensland, according to 
you know, online searches, which a lot of people see as actually fact, right? It's still, it's still the land tax change that's actually been ditched is still up there as a headline. Like, like, <laughs> you know, Alex, like, what? You know, and stamp duty in New South Wales, um, you know, basically, um, first home buyers are going to get a chance to uh, pay their stamp duty as they go, Fenton, rather than um, in one lump sum. Now, I hate stamp duty. Guess what? Tell me, folks, just, I mean, we, we do have to probably finish up in a second, but I'll, I'll finish with this one right now. Tell me, what what uh, tax came in that was meant to eliminate stamp duty? Fenton, uh, you already know the answer to this. Tell me in the chat, folks, what tax came in and we we're like, no, nah, no. If we get this one up, then we'll, we'll get rid of we'll get rid of stamp duty. What was it, folks? Put that in the chat. Put that in the chat. They were meant to get rid of stamp duty. Yeah, talk about yeah, boom, GST, Allison, exactly. Like, there you go. Let's get rid of stamp duty. But now, now what they're doing, Fenton, is they're going. Oh, we'll do you a favor. We'll do you a favor. And you can pay your stamp duty yearly for the rest of your life rather than rather than one lump sum. And they're like, what? Now they're, now they're just going, we're doing you a favour so you can pay stamp duty for the rest of your life. What the fuck? Like, seriously, folks. And, and this is, again, like it, it, these are almost socialist types of concepts. Crazy, crazy yep. shit going on. So, so I love this. Um, this this was in the Fin Review. It confused me, Jace. Uh, oh, I'll just read it. It's like, um, why three million super three million dollar super balances face twenty two percent tax rate, not thirty percent? So this is them going. Let's br- bring some clarity to the situation. We're not doubling the tax, All right? The effect- <laughs> I can't even get a straight face when I do this. But- the effective tax rate by superannuants with more than $3 million in their accounts will be about 22% due to their franking credits and capital gains tax discounts. Well, hang on. Franking credits implies that you're actually investing in shares. Um, capital gains tax discounts assumes that you're actually selling something. Making so, a sale. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so if you're living uh, off the income, it's still 30%. So, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm confused. Uh, below 30% headline rate. I'm like, what? Hang on. Uh, what happens if I'm in term deposits? 30%. Oh, but you just said 22. So's your face. Um, <laughs> so let's keep going. Unrealized gains uh, such as increase in market value of shares that have not been sold will also be captured by a new tax. A new tax on shit. Oh, so a capital Gain? Have I got anything? Well, no, you haven't. Uh, uh, so, but hang on, Fenton. You've made money, haven't you? <laughs> well, uh, well, not really. I've got it on the roulette table. It looks like it's going to make money, but has it? No. So, so have I gained anything? No. Can we tax it? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll tax. But so, but Andy, if it goes down in value, can I get a can I get a refund? That's a bloody good question, isn't it? <laughs> I, I haven't read anything about here about being able to claim the losses back. Oh, uh, um, uh, so anyway, 
finishes I, off I, say, I, large superannuation balances will face oh this is my favorite part jace large superannuation balances will face cop this a tiered tax system from july 2025 incorporating existing rules Incorporating existing rules. Like, well, pff, there's no, okay, last sentence, nonsensical. I'm assuming it's a typo. Um, happens from time to time. But a tiered tax system to superannuation. Who wins? Well, I'm pretty sure one of my professions is going to win because I have no idea how they're going to actually bring this out. No idea. Um, it, Jason, it was less than 10 years ago the government came out and said if we want people to pay for their own retirement, they have to understand super. So they changed their laws and they created the simple super system, right? It was pretty fucking complex, but they did simplify <laughs> it a lot. They got thing, rid of things that, like that's reasonable. That's a good name though, Fenton. That's a really oh. good name. Look, yeah. they, they, they had a crack. They did a pretty good job, to be fair, because before that we had reasonable benefit limits and all of this stuff and I was an expert in it back in that day and, like, literally half of what I knew became obsolete overnight with the change in the laws and, like, all of a sudden I'm not so smart anymore. I'm just a historian um, uh, who used to tell people how fuck things used to be. <laughs> um, but now they're placing this and and I look at that and I just go, Oh, happy days for advice, ladies and gentlemen. There will be no more. And what's happened? They've culled the amount of advisors in the industry. They're creating such complexity that there will be massive amounts of need for it. Where's it going to be? It's going to be above three million. You, do you need advice? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But can you get it? No, you can't. Why? Thank because you. everyone's servicing the people who are trying to figure out how the fuck the three million system works. <laughs> and this is another example of how this short-term tactics. Mate, I'm I'm flabbergasted by it. I I urge everyone to pay attention to this because yep. this isn't rich tax. These aren't rich laws. To me, I've never in my entire life say, seen this much movement and attacking a tax system. I've never seen it, Jace. Not not in my entire life. I've never seen these many r- radical and, moves. And, and it's at all layers, Andy. So it's not Every only at federal level it's at state level as well right so it's a know, skirmish yep yep so team folks we probably will call it right there but i'm telling you right now it just goes to show why andy that people should number one pay attention mm. and number two understand how to manage control their own wealth without you know letting others be in charge or in control of it. So, you know, really at the end of the day. It's never been more important to pay. Never been more important. Yeah. You if and and look, well, you, you should you honestly you should share this link with everybody that you know. Um outside of politicians and uh people at ASIC and uh <laughs> just joking. Um but you should share it because ultimately we need to create more awareness around this piece. And yep. because it does affect our children and it will affect us like all of you in some way shape or form because the the ramifications of people not being able to fund their own retirement in a declining population which we do have in australia means that the taxes will naturally rise on the other end so our kids as might face taxes that we've never even seen 
Yeah. Um, talk and about, you know, talk about like, okay, not only, you know, potentially an environmental issue that we need to deal with, but also a financial issue that we'll be leaving yeah. behind for, you know, you know, future generations, not acceptable. So, mate, there you go, mate. There's, I mean, I reckon we could, we could wrap it on for passionately uh, for another hour at least, folks. But we, but tonight we're not going to do that. But uh, yeah, the takeaway, Fenton. Pay attention, team, and attention. Uh, make sure you get Please. ahead of it with strategies and tactics. And you know, you've got to continue to play the game because we can't check out unless you're going to sell it all and become a monk and live in a cave. Um, so there's ways and means to do that. <laughs> you never know. Fenton and I might just bugger it. We'll, we'll get out of here. Anyway, folks, that's it. Fenton, I think let's call it. Put a cork no, in now. Hey. Mate, well, it's been awesome hanging out with you again. I, I must admit I was a bit shattered coming into the end of this week, but uh, getting a chance to kind of have this conversation has really brought a smile to my face. <laughs> uh and, uh, and yeah, it inspired me to, to be better as well. And, uh, mate, thank you. It was a, it was a great night tonight. Really appreciate it. Well, mate, uh, great to hang out with you also, brother, as always. Folks, thanks for joining us. And uh, last but not least, I think it's a good night from me, Fenton. And it's a good night from him. Good, good night, night, everyone. Thanks for watching another episode of Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. Make sure you like, subscribe and turn on the notifications so you never miss a thing, folks. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Debrief the week with Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. Every Friday at 5pm Victoria and New South Wales time. We know that Queensland, South Australia, WA have different time zones, as does Darwin. But we're sure that you can do the calculations, depending on whether it's daylight savings or not. You can also catch up on all the episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you check out the Positive Mentor podcast from our six-star team at positivementor.com.au.